Hello, welcome to episode seven of Builder versus Buyer. Today we got an awesome interview with Tom Goodnature, sales manager at MI Homes. We talk a lot about setting good expectations, sales process. Yeah, enjoy. And I do want to say the model home we're at, the lawnmower service showed up a couple minutes into the interview. So um, I apologize for the background noise, but you can just pretend it's your neighbor mowing and it should be all good. All right, enjoy. Hello, welcome in. I'm here with Tom Goodnature, uh, my good friend and former colleague in the sales world. Um, Tom is currently sitting as the sales manager for MI Homes up here in the Twin Cities. Um, welcome in, Tom. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, just background. How did you get into sales? What, what really drew you to this profession? So I think it all kind of began for me. Um, I do like to help people. Uh, I had a lot of college friends that were just getting to that age where they were starting to move forward. Uh, we explored the market, my wife and I, myself, uh, didn't really find what we were looking for in representation. So I saw that there's a need in the marketplace for someone such as myself that can help educate um, and guide people throughout that home buying process. So I've been doing this for about 20 years. Uh, 10 years I sold independently with Remax, and then 10 years more on the builder side of things, being a new home consultant for various uh, builders throughout the metro area. That's awesome. So given that experience, you've seen both really bad and really good in the, in the home selling market. Anything, um, anything that you've learned through those experiences just when things are really ugly, what's... You know, uh, every day I learn something new. Um, yeah. You can never know it all. There's always speed bumps that go along throughout any transaction or any process, whether it's pre-existing or whether it is new construction. So, you know, a lot of things that I learned along the way, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Um, make sure all the details there, uh, you know, come to a conclusion and move forward. It's a lot of times it's not 100% right or 100% wrong. You just kind of need to find that middle ground when those speed bumps do occur. Yeah, yeah. something I love that you said there is just make sure all the details there. Um, I feel like this sales profession is known for um, or has a stereotype that they're poor at details, don't want to cover it. Hey, let's just get them on paper, sign them and move on, let the office, the back people figure that out. Um, why, why is it so important for you to cover details? Why, why do you care? It's, so I think to your question, it, a lot of it is just that expectation setting of what you're going to encounter over that six, seven, eight month build time. Um, proper expectation setting kind of on both sides uh, is a very valuable component of the entire equation. Um, just so people know what those next steps are People have a full understanding of the items that are going into their house or the deadlines are kind of cut off. So when you can make a selection and when you can't, um, it, it makes for a little smoother process when you go about it in that proper fashion. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, so just on the sales process, you as a sales agent, what, are, what would you say is some of the, the core of a good sales process? So I think... The entire foundation, just like when you're building a house, needs to be solid. And I think that's is set up out of the gate in the trust building 
the relationship factor between the buyer and the builder. Yeah. Um, it's you know kind of going back to that point of view. Um, we like to be known as that trusted advisor. Um, we're not out there to get someone or kind of sneak in the back door any kind of detail that normally wouldn't be covered it is truly a journey uh, throughout that process where we're going to talk about the option here's the pros and the cons this sounded like it was going to work well for you or sounded like maybe it's not something that you needed um, we can provide a different option or a better route for you to travel um, and just kind of come to an agreement and understanding in that fashion yeah, that's that's great. And something something you hit on that I've talked a lot on the podcast about is trust. Like trust is I think a lot of people can feel it, but it's it's hard to figure out from a first conversation like what would you say are some of the tangible things you see in salespeople where you you know you're you're getting that trust factor. You know you're you're working with someone you can trust. That that's a very good question. Um a lot of it is that character judgment and maybe the kind of the piece of advice that I would give someone out there shopping for a home would be just is that person going to be coffee worthy like after you visit with them for about five ten minutes is that something that you'd say hey you know what six thirty tonight I'm gonna be at caribou would you mind grabbing a cup of coffee just kind of sitting down talking about life in general that would that to me would be a good foundation of understanding um, you know, this person, although they do represent the builder, um, will still be looking out for me in the transaction and kind of, um, you know, casting that long view of how that process is going to go for me. Yeah. On, on the flip side, what's something, if you were buying a house, what's something that would freak you out if a sales agent said it to you? Something that would turn you off? Uh, so it's going to vary differently for different buyer types um for me i like to gather all the information and then make my own decision i i personally don't like that extremely pushy rep that advance to the next step advance to the next step because to me going back to that expectation setting i want to know those details i want to know the specifics throughout the transaction so that's probably the only thing I'd maybe stay clear of, um, you know, the good and the bad, what I would also look for out of new home sales counselors would be um, an experience level as well. Um, people who tend to be more detail oriented, have been in the industry for a little while, can kind of talk you through some of those things, why they cost, what they cost, or what the pros and cons would be. Uh, because they've seen it time and time again throughout that build process, helping people for lots of years. Yeah, yeah. So on the details, um, you've heard the ABC always be closing. It seems like details get in the way of that. Do does covering the details hurt your sales numbers? Uh, actually, I think covering the details actually is going to help uh, your sales. Um, so the downside of it is the more detail you cover the more time it takes and in the new construction world there's constant change that goes into it products get discontinued they find a better way to do something there's you really need to have your finger on the pulse of the industry and that kind of goes back to that experience level um but i do think that covering that detail up front and setting that expectation is invaluable 
for once you do get into that build process because if you don't do it right in the start it will come back to haunt you and then that's where the speed bump might turn into a wall where the builder's not going to proceed under that expectation or the buyer is not going to proceed under that expectation um, and in that point you end up taking a cancel and it actually brings your numbers down so yeah. if it's done properly it should increase um, your sales volume as far as a close rate maybe not a sales rate but a close rate yeah and full disclosure to the podcast listeners here i worked with tom so i've seen him do this and i've seen his sales numbers and I was also a sales agent alongside him and was jealous of his sales work. So um, I can tell you firsthand he is he is telling the truth when he says that. Um, so I'm, let's say, um, let me see here. Back to the sales process really quick. Um, what's the what's a good ratio between talking and listening? I feel like there's a perception that a sales agent needs to talk you into something. What what would you say to that? It's it's interesting. I think everybody's got a little different. You know percentage split on it uh, me personally I'm probably more 25% on talking 75% on listening um, it does depend on the buyer type a little bit uh, usually that more extreme intricate detail type person does want me to speak a little bit more which I would love to share my knowledge uh, with that buyer and then you see other ones that they want you to talk through the pros and cons for them and then just give you a yes or no at the end too. So, yeah. um, but out of the gate, I would say before a contract gets signed, um, typically I'd like to ask maybe four or five questions, um, you know, after that relationship building period. Um, and then just kind of listen because buyers will tell you what they are looking for. And then you can advise them on, hey, I think this is going to work out for you or this floor plan is going to work out for you or this home site is going to work out for you from what you just described to me. Yeah, yeah, that's great, Tom. Um, let's say I am a younger sales agent or wanting to get in the field of selling. What would you, what would you say are some good traits that, I, that you would look for in, in a young sales agent and something to develop, some, something to get better at? Uh, it's a very timely question uh, because we are actually uh, going through the interviewing process right now. Uh, we've got a couple upcoming communities. So um, it's, it kind of goes back to that trust and conversation that someone can carry. Um, there has to also be a thirst for knowledge as well and really a go-getter. A lot of times we can be hands-on. We can help out with the management of here's the roadmap to success. But a lot of times as a new home sales counselor, you, you're kind of on your own island. You're kind of franchised out there and you don't yeah. really get a lot of that exposure to the management. Um, we do try and provide as many learning tools or resources as possible to help advance your career and advance your knowledge. But a lot of it is you need to roll up the sleeves and, and just kind of step on the gas um, with the correct guidance, of course. But uh, self-learning is, is another huge key for cutting into the business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, Tom. Um, thanks so much for uh, being here today. And yeah, I really appreciate your time. Um, what do you and MI Homes have going on? Uh, well, first, it's been great 
uh, being here on the show with you. Um, I really enjoyed your company over the last couple of years uh, where we got to know each other. Um, and I'm glad to be speaking to your audience here. So um, and my homes itself, uh, we just came out of an outstanding uh, month here in May. Um, been a fantastic show of our experienced sales reps, uh, great quality homes, uh, numerous locations throughout the Twin Cities. Um, we'd love to take care of the client, love to see what we can do and make sure that people's dreams are coming true. So we are open for business. Uh, we are following the CDC guidelines. Um, feel free to look us up. You can check us out online. Uh, we've got virtual appointments, all the technology that you would need to actually do a transaction right from the comfort of your own home. Or if you want to come out on site, uh, get the grand tour. We'd love to help you out there as well. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Tom. All right. Thank you, Adam. That's all for today's show. Again, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for the music. And we got an awesome one coming on Thursday. So be sure to tune back in. 